The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-size companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Meet Gary. Gary's about to become an Einstein in an instant. Whoa, Einstein hair. I like it. That's right, Gary, because you're using Salesforce powered by Einstein AI to connect data, predict business trends, generate personalized content, and wow customers. I do feel a lot smarter. Because you're not just Gary anymore. You're Gary, empowered by Einstein AI. Did you hear that, team? I'm an Einstein. Oh, can I get a selfie? The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. The Supreme Court will consider bolstering constitutional gun rights for the first time in almost a decade. The justices have agreed to hear a challenge to New York City rules that limit residents from transporting their licensed handguns outside their homes. Under the New York law, people with a licensed handgun at home may take it to one of seven shooting ranges in the city, but almost nowhere else. Weapons must be locked and unloaded during travel, and ammunition must be put in a separate container. Joining us now to take a look at what the Supreme Court may do, is the foremost expert on the Second Amendment in the country, Adam Winkler. He's a professor at UCLA Law School and author of several books on the Second Amendment, including Gunfight, the Battle Over the Right to Bear Arms in America. Welcome, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. So how do New York City's gun transportation restrictions compare to other cities and states? Well, New York's laws are very unusual. Uh, In fact, uh, no other city has uh, a restriction quite as uh, detailed and as uh, restrictive as New York's uh, transportation laws. So why would the Supreme Court choose to take this case then when it has been rejecting gun cases for quite some time? Well, the most obvious thing that's changed on the court is the personnel. Justice Kennedy has retired. Justice Kavanaugh has replaced him. Um, Justice Kavanaugh has um, written uh, as a lower court judge on the Second Amendment and shown that he has a very strong view of gun rights. Uh, Justice Kennedy may have not been so certain about the extent of gun rights, and while he was on the court, the court seemed to reject all the gun cases that came before them, almost all at least. And once Kavanaugh's there, all of a sudden we get a Second Amendment case. So that would seem to be the big change. As we know, the Supreme Court often takes cases like this in order to reverse them, or that's the outcome. Is the Chief Justice the swing vote on this, or is this a slam dunk for the conservatives on the court? I think this case is a likely loser for New York. It is a very unusual law. The law is very restrictive, uh, and the court could uh, strike this law down without having broad implications on gun policy. Uh, At the same time, I think there's a good chance that this case could be a very significant one that articulates broad new principles for how to understand the Second Amendment that could affect a lot of gun cases going forward. Is this really a debate about the right to have a gun in public, or is it more than that? Is it more about the Second Amendment and expanding the Second Amendment? 
Well, June, one of the biggest unanswered questions, as you know, in the Second Amendment law is whether you have a right to have a gun in public. The Supreme Court has said you have a right to have a gun in your home for personal protection, but hasn't made clear what the right is to have it in public. And while most people expected the Supreme Court to eventually weigh in on that issue in the context of, say, permitting for concealed carry of firearms, uh, this case presents the same kind of question um, in a very uh, unusual way, just about the restriction on the transportation of the firearm, even if you don't have a concealed carry permit. So if the Supreme Court knocks down the New York law, will that have implications on other laws across the country, or is the New York law so different that it won't? Well, there's two possibilities. Uh, Because the New York law is so different, it is possible that you could imagine a Supreme Court decision that only strikes down that law and doesn't articulate broad principles about the Second Amendment for courts to apply in later cases. Given how many justices have been upset that the court hasn't articulated those broader principles and made that clear in their opinions, such as denials, uh, dissents from the denials of cert in some of those earlier Second Amendment cases we mentioned, uh, I think it's unlikely that the court would rule in such a narrow way. And then if the court does articulate broader principles, it could have a big effect, either by making it harder to justify restrictions on concealed carry, uh, or possibly even raising the standard of review a court supply in Second Amendment cases, which of course would have an impact upon a broad array of different kinds of gun restrictions. According to a study from Duke Law, less than 10% of challenges to state and local weapons regulations prevailed in state and federal courts since the Heller decision. And I believe that Justice Clarence Thomas pointed to this in one of his dissents. Is this what the court may be aiming at, trying to change the way that the state and federal courts are reviewing regulations? I think so. I think that several of the justices have expressed their view that the lower courts haven't been giving the Second Amendment uh, sufficient strength and haven't been scrutinizing gun restrictions as vigorously as they should. Um, And so I think that is definitely part of the playing field. I think looking only at the success rate of Second Amendment challenges, however, can be a bit deceiving. Um, For instance, one of the biggest categories of challenges, one of the most frequent challenges the courts have ruled on, are restrictions on felons possessing firearms. That's the kind of gun law that everyone believes is constitutional, whether you're in the NRA or not. So it's not surprising that those cases would turn out to be Um, victories for gun control. Go over a little bit the Heller decision and what's happened at the court since the Heller decision. Well, Heller was in 2008, and the court said that uh, the Second Amendment gave you a a right to have a firearm, a handgun, in your home for personal protection. That case only applied to federal law. It was out of Washington, D.C., and the court ruled in the 2010 McDonald versus City of Chicago case that the Second Amendment was incorporated against the state and similarly said that state and local governments uh, can't prevent you from having a handgun in your home for personal protection. Um, uh, Since then, the court has pretty much stayed on the sidelines. There was one case called the Caetano case uh, where the court kind of punted on some Second Amendment issues. Um, But other other than that, the court has stayed out of the Second Amendment fray, even though there's been a lot of activity at the lower courts. Um, There haven't been that many splits in the circuits, however, so the court maybe has been able to justify uh, staying on the sidelines until such splits develop, which is the kind of thing the court often looks for in the development of constitutional doctrine. 
A lot of Democrats who have come into office have been saying that they want to promote more gun legislation. What are the chances of gun legislation getting through this Congress? Well, I think we are going to see a number of symbolic gun laws like universal background checks uh, uh, passed in the House. And I say they're symbolic because I think the members of the House know that the Senate is not going to pass those same bills. And if the Senate were to pass those bills, uh, President Trump, uh, who's a very strong ally of the NRA, seems very unlikely to sign them. So it doesn't look like we're going to get any new significant federal gun restrictions in the next um, uh, in the next couple of years. Um, but we will continue to see activity at the state level where it's been for the last four or five years with a lot of legislation being adopted in states like California and Massachusetts and New York. And uh, a large portion of the American population live in states where the gun control issue is pushing lawmakers to think of new restrictions in a way that the federal level just can't do right now. So might this decision from the Supreme Court when it comes have a chilling effect on states and state legislatures? Uh, it really depends, June, what the Supreme Court says. Uh, as If they come up with a very narrow ruling that only says New York's law, which is uh, unusually restrictive, uh, doesn't work, and that they have to craft a new law, then perhaps not. Uh, perhaps it won't discourage or pre- prevent uh, future gun control innovations. But if the court articulates broad principles, it could mean that, uh, for instance, laws in place in Los Angeles and San Francisco and New York City um, that very heavily restrict uh, the ability of people to carry guns in public um, would be overturned. And uh, instead of those cities like Los Angeles, which has less than 500 people who are civilians entitled to carry guns on the streets concealed, Um, we might have 300,000 based on population estimates. So uh, it it could have a big effect on gun policy going forward. Thanks so much, Adam, for your insight. That's Adam Winkler. He is a professor at UCLA Law School. And a note that Michael Bloomberg, founder of Bloomberg Radio's parent company, Bloomberg LP, is a donor to groups that support gun control, including Every Town for Gun Safety. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-size companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Johann Schmiegel, you've got the world's highest IQ. Yes, 247. Wow. Did you know that thanks to Salesforce with Einstein AI, everyone's smarter? Now everyone's an Einstein, just like you. But I'm the smartest. Not anymore. With connected data and trusted AI, everyone can give customers experiences they've only dreamed of. Oh, look, here's a few Einsteins now. Hey, hi. Hola, amigo. Everyone's an Einstein? It's okay, Johan. Let it happen. The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce.